Welcome to the Lifestyle of Reverence podcast. My name is Rochelle Sheik, and I'm the founder of Koya. Koya remembers that everything is interconnected, lives a lifestyle of reverence, integrates the polarities of masculine and feminine, light and dark, and heaven and earth into wholeness. Koya honors the energy that moves outwards to the cardinal directions, to the north, to trust the physical sensation of truth in the body, to the south, anchoring your truth through doing your sacred work in the world, to the west, following the call of your soul to explore, and to the east, living your life as prayer. Koya also honors the energy that moves inwards to access your inner wisdom, inner creativity, inner sensuality, and inner light. Koya honors through movement, ritual, community, and pilgrimage, exploring the paths that point you back to your soul, giving you courage to enter the portal of possibility, to remember to remember. Our first series is about the call to create and that our bodies were meant to do this. We'll explore the themes of menstruation, pregnancy, hormonal cycles, and the value of lived experience in the body as a way to map the path of creation from idea to actualization. All right, welcome to the Lifestyle of Reverence podcast. My name is Rochelle Sheik, and today I'm here with Lindsay McKinnon. I asked Lindsay to be here today, one, because I love her immensely, and two, is because every time she opens her mouth, I have this awe. Um, Deeply, deeply inspired by her. She also has a lot to offer this conversation around really trusting the body because one, she is a Koya teacher and that's how I got to know her. But then she also is a doula and a massage therapist and a lifelong devotee of all things that, that really promote the love of life and love and life. So I'm very excited to introduce Lindsay to you and for all of us to be able to to be with her today. So Lindsay, welcome. Thank you. It's so exciting to be here. I have butterflies. Amazing. That's always a good sign. Yes. Yes, I agree. I saw a butterfly today and it was, you know, mesmerizing for a moment, just stopped what I was doing and mm. and this uh this very embodied symbol of transformation. Yeah. And I think that's really what I'm excited about having this conversation about is the embodied transformation Mm -hmm. and how women do this with the cycles of their menstruation, how they have this embodied transformational process with giving birth. And then I'm really curious about just asking the questions if we become more familiar with how, you know, birth happens, how our bodies work. Can we take that wisdom into whatever we're creating? And so I sometimes say it might be a business, it might be a book, but it might also be like breakfast, mm, you yeah. know, like what are, what are these ways in which we create? And so I'd love to dive in with you and, and your experience and what you've learned, you know, from being a doula and being in those like precious moments mm. when, when birth is happening. Mm-hmm. It is such a gift and such an honor to be in that space with so many women and their partners, whether it's their husband or their mother or sister or best friend or 
a collection of grandparents and cousins. It's incredible how different people choose and opt different things. And to be in that moment is just such a sacred container. Mm-hmm. Amazing. So I'm curious for experiencing like being a doula as a spiritual practice and like taking that supportive role in the world. Mm-hmm. Like what are some of the things that, that you would offer to listeners here who are in that, in that inquiry and in that conversation of how, how do we take this, this process of birthing into whatever we're creating in the world? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, oh my goodness. That's such an important question and such a loaded question. Mm -hmm. Um, and to me, I think because of being around birthing so much and pregnant women so much and babies, um, I'm constantly seeing birthing wherever I look. And you mentioned butterflies, but it's also, I see it a lot in the exposed roots of trees Hmm. Um, and just seeing that raw exposure that is also rooted and lifted at the same time. And I see it in just how we breathe. And um, it's just, uh, it's... I think some of my friends get kind of bored of me talking about birthing all the time because I'm always bringing it into the conversation as a metaphor. So. Mm. And before we started recording, you'd mentioned something about this like space of what was it? Was it like being between the worlds? Yes. A crack between the worlds. So, um, whew, there's a ritual that I do with a lot of my pregnant mamas around, um, birthing beats. Mm-hmm. And I learned this ritual when I was becoming, um, kind of certified as a doula and it really spoke to me then. And I continue to teach it now. And it's this idea that women come together almost like a red tent situation and surround this mom who's about to give birth to her child. And Americans have kind of turned this ritual into like a baby shower with gifts. Mm -hmm. Originally, the intention was to um, surround this mom with stories of other women of their birthing experiences, whether they're birthing uh, physical babies through their womb and into the world, or even, as you mentioned before, for birthing a book or birthing a, a business. So they gather together and they string these beans on this strand as they're telling their stories of their birth or mm. things, something that was so vulnerable for them. And the crack between the worlds is when, um, so this strand of beans is then placed in a hut or wherever the mom has her baby and it's placed over her head Mm. and as she's in transition which is her most her widest most stretched most raw most vulnerable place um she reaches for that strand above her head and she rattles it Mm. and the clinging of the beads of that rattling sound um is the medicine 
that helps her leave her physical body, retrieve her baby from the spiritual realms, and then she follows that vibration back to her physical world with her baby. And it's it's the crack between the worlds. It's the crack where you're most the closest to birth and the closest to death at the same time, just like the inhale and the exhale, that exchange right before you're, you're filled with your breath and before you actually start exhaling again, it's that crack between the worlds that happens. So I just, I love that story and I love that ritual. Mm-hmm. Thank you for sharing that. I mean, it's interesting to have these conversations because we're speaking of moments that are literally the most sacred. Mm -hmm. And, you know, in many people's lives, it will be one of the most important things that they experience in birthing a baby. And for, for other people who are creating, you know, whether it's artworks or businesses, or again, I, you know, not to make it always so grand and over romanticized, but it's like, But there are these moments that are that way in our memory. They're just epic and they are, you know, this crack between the worlds where where we just glimpse something that's beyond our ordinary consciousness. It's just like this whole other thing comes in. And I think a lot of the interesting thing about being alive at this time is a lot of us in our Western culture maybe got some introduction to these concepts in religion, maybe, you know, others of us have sought it out, whether it was like traveling, spirituality, mm-hmm. um, you know, there's lots of ways to have those initiatory experiences. But would you say in your opinion that, that like a woman's menstrual cycle or giving birth is also like a, um, is in many ways like a rite of passage and an initiation and, and this opportunity to, to expand our consciousness. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. And what a gift that we as women get that opportunity on a monthly cycle, you know, and I feel like men have the same kinds of similar cycles, but it's, it's still different. It's similar, but different. And we have, as women, we have that opportunity for release. We have that buildup. We have that raw exposure. We have the emotional waves that we ride through and with it. And we have um, the rituals that surround it. Mm -hmm. And pretty, it is epic. And yeah, Mm. in my opinion, I agree 100%. (laughs) So we're living at a time where you're helping women, clients of yours, you know, having these, these ceremonies before they give birth, you know, with the beads and the stories and sharing the stories and, and this awareness and this mapping of that cycle. You know, I know you and I, we gather in Koya retreats and, and you're leading Koya retreats now as well. And so we're getting people together and we're moving and we're doing ritual and we're doing ceremony and, and we're building conscious community so we can we can travel, you know, that rainbow bridge, you know, from the physical tangible to the world of spirit and, and also back again. And then, but I'm curious, like, 
you know, a lot of us didn't have this. And it's still for a lot of people listening to, they might have never had like a, a woman's circle, quote unquote, experience or a red tent experience or, a, you know, cracking of the world's birth experience. Like this could be totally new. And so I'm curious, what was it like for you when you started? You mentioned when you started becoming a doula and it was like, all of a sudden it was like, what? Yes. Yeah. What was that like for you when that began? It was a complete and total rupture. <laughs> it did not feel good, you know? And, and I think that's part of these, these kinds of experiences because it's opening a part of your soul and a part of your body to what you have not yet known or experienced. And it doesn't always feel good. And this is what I love about Koya. It doesn't always feel good, but it does feel honest, and true and you find yourself falling into that space and exploring it and just researching it so for me I had just finished massage school and I had just massaged my friend's raw naked belly she was about to pop and she pulled her nightgown over her belly and she asked me if I wanted to massage her belly and I said of course and the moments of um sun moonstroke following her belly um and feeling her baby follow my hand it just broke me wide open that I could have this relationship with this creation with this being that was not yet even born Mm. it just um immediately it sent me to go um get trained and certified in pregnancy massage and then in becoming a doula and watching videos that week that I became a doula and a prenatal massage therapist um was raw because I saw women experience birth in ways that I had not yet heard of or witnessed. Um, I always thought the babies were born in hospitals and these videos were of being in tubs at the base of mountains and waterfalls and oceans. And I had a very strong visceral experience uh, response. Um, it didn't feel good, but it was honest and it was true. I wanted to vomit. And I was just, I felt lumps in my throat. And um, it was a similar feeling to fear, but I knew it wasn't fear. It was a calling of something bigger for me to step into. And um, raw tears I will never forget calling a friend of mine who at the time was in med school and just crying about how I knew you know I I was barely even married and already I knew in that moment how I wanted to birth my babies Mm. and I didn't know how to find those people and how to find that kind of support that was new knowledge and new wisdom to me in that moment but I just knew that I would find them. Mm. And it was a matter of following the popcorn trail, you know, just being aware of conversations that I then had upon my return home and where those conversations would lead me to a book, to a poem, to a hike, to a raw tree with exposed roots, 
to a butterfly to another conversation. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Yay! Oh, I love that popcorn trail because one of the next things I was going to ask you as we start to wrap this up is for people listening, like what is the next thing for them if there's an idea here that sparked curiosity? And I love, I'm really excited to hear what your answer is, but I also hear part of your answer is like now that the idea has been planted and the seed has been planted, now it's just noticing you know like maybe you go out to dinner and there's a woman there that's pregnant and maybe you have a conversation with her like how is your pregnancy going (laughs) you know or maybe someone like their mother calls and it's like mom I've never asked you how was my birth yes you know or they you know or there's like a documentary or just you know just to be more in the awareness you know it's such a miracle and it's also how we all get here so there's there's just I think it's worth paying attention to understanding how we get here Mm -hmm. and it can be fun yeah process can be so much fun with that attitude of openness and awareness and I don't yet know what I don't know yet I'm willing to follow the clues that will take me there you know and and we kind of do know Mm. following it amazing which is which is really exciting for me because um that's something I talk about there's like a whole chapter in the Koya book about it which is like really following the call you know like I say the winds of the west but when it calls you and it's just something and that's a really amazing practice and I think it's honestly one of the best ways to learn and I always say like before there were universities that was how the learning took place like people felt a call and they went to go travel and then they came back and shared what they had learned from going on from going on their journey so yeah Oh my goodness. I'm excited to, um, for all the listeners, I'm excited to, I'm just in awe and in wonder of where this conversation will spark their next adventure. Mm. Well, thank you, Lindsay. And thank you everyone who's listening and a blessing for you as you follow the popcorn trail Mm. of understanding your own creation, the creation process, and also support to continually create. And so all these conversations here are meant to expand our awareness, learn from one another, and then rededicate ourselves to to the call to create that we experience. Because I really believe that a lot of us at this time feel this. And so just to, to know we're we're all playing our individual part of this collective um, rebirth. And so just really, really grateful for all being able to gather in this time space and excited to see what, what will emerge from it, just like Lindsay said as well. So thank you, everyone. Thank you, Lindsay. Thank you, Ro. And uh, to learn more, you can um, go to koya.love and check out the rest of our Lifestyle Reverence podcast. Thanks, everyone. To continue the conversation, visit us at koya.love, Q-O-Y-A dot L-O-V-E, and lifestyleofreverence.com for more information about movement, rituals, community, and pilgrimage.